7.36 on This Morning with Daryl McIntyre. Great to have you here, Chadville. Nice to have you join in. 780-496-0063. If you ever want to send me a message on the text line, always happy to, to hear from you. Did hear from, from Gail who said that uh, she and her daughter, so Gail's uh, a little over 80, her daughter's just over 60. They went and saw the Barbie movie yesterday, and she says, very big waste of time and money, big disappointment. Sorry to hear that, Gail, that uh, you went to see that movie and it didn't work out for you. I'm not sure... Th- uh, maybe it's maybe it's an age thing. Maybe it's just personal taste thing, right? That's uh, you pay your money and you take your chances when you go off to see the movies. Hey, what did you do this summer, Chedville? What did you get up to? Here's a guy who hopped on his bicycle in May uh, from Halifax, started pedaling. And the idea was to go all across the country and not just coast to coast. It was sort of coast to coast to coast virtually. Uh, his name is Matt Devine. We've had him on several times as he's been doing this mission for a charity called You Can Ride Too, which modifies bikes for kids uh, living with disabilities. Uh, Matt has, has an amazing story of his own, but he's done the ride now. He got home here at Edmonton. There are hundreds of people there to, uh, to, to welcome him. He appreciated the support. Well, I don't know. Did he? Let, let's ask him. Matt, good morning. Did we get you up early? I thought you, I figured you'd sleep in until noon today. You know, actually, I got up and I, I got on my bike before I realized I didn't have to do that today. <laughs> <laughs> well, muscle memory, away you go. Wow, what a trip. Uh, you know, it's the worst question in broadcasting, and I know that. But I really want to know how you feel. I want to know what it feels like on this morning after completing this. Well, you know, um, everybody told me I was going to have this tremendous dip in in a lot of my emotions and my motivation and you know I think I was running from something when I started the ride I was running from my own kind of issues my mental health all these things and today I feel content you know I went out and uh, I had a very challenging mission uh, 12 13,000 kilometers we still have to do the numbers and today I'm sitting back you know and I'm just contemplating what's next and uh there's some conversations going on, so I can't wait to get back out there and help some more people. So why, why do you do this? And, and I know why you do this. At least I think I know why you do this. But I think there's a two-pronged uh, reward out of it. There is helping out the charity that you're helping, uh, providing some awareness. But it sounds like it's helping you individually as well, that this is a mission that hits home and feels good in your heart and helps to settle, center you, I guess. Well, Daryl, you hit it on the head. For me, you know, I'm a flawed individual. Um, I was in the corporate world for a long time, and I picked up some bad habits. I, I hurt people. I had some rough relationships. And I just I just want to start doing better for myself, for the community that I live in. And um, I, I would like to inspire people who may be feeling the same, uh, that an ordinary person can do something quite amazing and undertake their own journey. Well, let's talk about that journey. Let's talk about that amazing journey because it's a lot of clicks on a bike uh, and all across the country. And you didn't just go from the East Coast to the West Coast. Tell me about the journey and uh, uh, any highlights that you had in those moments, uh, sometimes lonely moments out on the road. Yeah, you know, I guess the the biggest highlight is most people, and I, I say this, and I hope I'm not incorrect, but most people don't understand just how rugged and remote Canada can get at times. It's extremely scary at times, some of the conditions that you can find yourself in. You know, the biggest and saddest highlight of the trip was getting stuck in Yellowknife and, uh, you know, having to pause the ride and actually do kilometers in a hotel room 
on a fixed trainer while the fires were burning around us. We couldn't get out. The roads were closed. We lost about three or four days on the ride. And when we finally did get out, it was hours before what you saw on the news where cars were lined up and people were being dislocated from their homes. So, Yeah, stopping, pausing the ride, I guess, would not be as huge a deal as looking around at all these people leaving their community. That's, That's what you mean, I think, isn't it? Yeah, and just to drive it home for people, there was a day when we finally got out and I was driving in and around the area of Peace River. I had to come off the road because there were so many cars leaving, being evacuated. It's It was mind-boggling to see the amount of people being, um, you know, basically ejected from their neighborhoods yeah. as these forest fires moved in. Well, and it's been well, obviously an extraordinary season. How many times did you run into situations on the road because of forest fires or maybe it was floods or whatever that, that switched the gears or delayed or slowed things up? Were you able to skirt most of them or did you run headlong into a few? Well, outside the, the tornado in Brandon, the forest fire smoke Although not what I experienced in Yellowknife, in the end, I've developed a, a persistent cough because of the smoke that I've, I've ridden through. In every province, we experience smoke. It's just, it's quite alarming, to be honest. Well, you're, you're also doing exactly the opposite of what everyone was recommending. So when those, that health quality index is, is up, do not do physical activity outdoors. I missed that memo, Daryl. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, but I guess it shows how much you wanted to, to get this done. Uh, you, you certainly could not have done it by yourself. Who helped you? Well, uh, I had a, an amazing team of people, and I'm going to be talking about them um, in the next this coming days and weeks. We also have a, a video that's going to be released November 27th uh, at the Royal Granor, and I would love people to come and see that. But... Uh, you know, the number one person was the, the other individual who rode across Canada. I don't say she was there. She actually rode, in a sense, with me in the support band, and that's Nicole. So without her, none of this would have happened. Um, that's your wife, Nicole? Yeah, she she was absolutely amazing and put up with a very, very ugly mat sometimes. Uh <laughs> Why do you want to do it again, or a next one, or the next kind of thing? Before I let you go, you know, it sounds I th- it sounds like it gives you quite a bit, but it takes a lot out of you, too. So why why keep playing that both sides of that fence? You know, it's a really good point. Like, I don't know how many more of these I have in my engine. I know I'm talking to folks like Lyle Best. He's, like, always giving back to the community. He wants to still participate. But, you know, what I want to try to do is create an ecosystem where other people who have a similar desire and may have a little bit more in their in their gas tank, I want to create an ecosystem that they can leverage. So in a sense, I'm virtually doing the event. I'm achieving the same results. I'm helping people. But I may be not pushing my body to the limits. Yeah. So that's ultimately what I want to do. I want to show the community how a charity can operate so that most of the money, all of the money, is going directly to the cause. Uh, you were able to raise how much? Uh, give us close to 30000 27000 for the You Can no, Ride program? No, no we, uh, I think we're close to 100000 Get we out. Yeah, now, we, we did, did a well. bunch of that come in late or just uh, trying to figure out the numbers? 
Yeah, well, Lyle Best had the matching offer. We had a $5,000 donation from Avadi Athletic, a couple of thousand dollar uh, donations from uh, local businesses here at Windermere, uh, Big Frog South, Edmonton. They just walked through the door, and here we go, shakes my hand, and uh, I think we probably raised about $10,000 just at that closing event yesterday. And so, again, the total? Uh, We're not sure yet, but I know it's probably over $75,000 for sure. And possibly getting closer to the hundred grand. Well, you keep counting. Either way, it's going to help out the You Can Ride 2 program considerably. Uh, for your efforts, thank you. Uh, take care of yourself. Uh, watch that breathing and and stand down for a little bit, okay, Matt? I don't I mean to finger wag at you, but you know what? That, that's a long haul, my friend. Well, listen, you and uh, Jalen uh, have been with me on the ride, helping me create awareness. Just an example of, of, you know, people in the community, leaders in the community giving back. Thank you very much, sir. I really appreciate you. Take care and, and have a good rest. Talk soon. Appreciate it. Matt Devine uh, joining us this morning after some 13,000 kilometers across the country, bicycling through lots of stuff. Good on you. Well done. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.